This week's episode is brought to you by Divine Dragon Apocalypse. Wait, is not Apocalypse? Boop! This week's episode is brought to you by Divine Dragon Apostle. Wait, not Apostle? Boop! This week's episode is brought to you by Divine Dragon Al Pacino. Boop! This week's episode is brought to you by Divine Dragon Apocrypha. Is that better? <sighs> Good. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And I have a really ghetto-ass pop filter made with a pair of pantyhose and a coat hanger. Because uh, a couple weeks ago, someone was like, man, I love your podcast, but, like, can you get a pop filter? Well, uh, this is what I'm doing until the Amazon order arrives. So if you, if all you listeners out there want to be like, he still doesn't have a pop filter, I do. It's just terrible. Um, anyway, uh, today we are talking about the... The set that comes out today at the time of hearing this, Divine Dragon Apocrypha. That's not a word, is it? I mean, tell it to the Fate series. Wait, what <laughs> happens in the Fate series? Uh, they use every variant of Apocalypse that they can possibly think of. I see. Apocrypha. I'm looking this up on dictionary.com. Let's see here. A, a group of 14 books not considered canonical included in the uh, Septuagint and the Vulgate as part of the Old Testament, but usually omitted from the Protestant editions of the Bible. Various religious writings of uncertain origin regarded by some as inspired but rejected by most authorities. <laughs> so, writings, statements, etc. of doubtful authorship or authenticity. How does this differ from the rest of... Wait, never mind. I don't know, but just the fact that it was the 14th book, that, that just fits, because it's, it's GBT-14. Yeah, we did it. That, that, that's, that's, uh, that's more inspired than uh, we Boucher usually is, so good for them, I guess. I think, it, uh, well, I think it was an accident. <laughs> is every success for them an accident? Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, whatever, fine. Um, speaking of accidents... Uh, the, so you, you guys, new listeners, what happens is we, uh, we go from the ZRs all the way down to the double R's saying their effects and, uh, making fun of and or commenting on them. And, uh, so why don't we start with the cover card to end all cover cards, literally. Dragon Deity of Destruction D's. Although we had an episode completely devoted to him, let's do it again. So, uh, he is a Cray Elemental Strider with 30,000 power. Uh, when he's placed on Vanguard, choose five Zeroth Dragons from your Bind Zone, call them to separate rearguards. Uh, on Vanguard Circle, you cannot ride nor call any rearguards other than Zeroth Dragon. All of your units do not return to G-Zone, and they cannot be affected by anything other than this card or your Guardians. Your rearguards cannot be attacked. Also, at the beginning of your turn, deal one damage to your opponent's Vanguard for each Zeroth Dragon on your rearguard circle. That is double-sided with Neon Geese, who is a starter. When you ride him, he's put in G-Zone, doesn't count toward G... I'm just going to speed through this. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate this so much. For your trigger effects, change the power increase to choose up to one Zeroth Dragon from your G-Zone and bind to face up. In G-Zone, the Zeroth Dragon in your bind zone can't move to other areas. And uh, you ultimate stride, uh, like other ultimate strides, you Persona Blast, basically. Remove all of your other cards from your Circle, Soul, and G-Zone. Flip this card over and stride it on your Vanguard Circle. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Um, Bro. <laughs> <laughs> look. 
We've already like if if you want to see what our opinion of the go go watch it's like two episodes ago. It's called Jesus Christ because I love puns. Moving on. Um. The only other thing of note is that Japan already invented a no seal Gize deck that actually works. Hey, didn't I say that like Angel Feather could possibly yeah. make a good clan, and you guys made fun of me for it? All right, all right, it topped once in teams. <laughs> <laughs> Maxime Solemn is just like blowing yeah. up a team top of all things. Actually absurd. I mean, he, he yeah. is pretty good at that. Like, we, we, can, we can make fun of him for doing clickbait all he wants, but it gets some views, so. Uh, I mean, uh, it also helps the Vanguard community is actually stupid, but you know what? Yes. That's true. It worked once. It's just like, That's how awesome. do people keep falling for this shit? I don't know. I mean, topping left and right, he said. It's like, oh my fucking god. I don't actually pay attention to this game anymore. I'm just going to say that. I, I really only pay attention for the sake of this podcast. So it's like a it's a Mobius strip of attention, basically. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, I think, I just think it's absurd that somebody can just say topping left and right for one team top. It's like actually nuts. So, so it's the same strategy that like Fox News uses. Well, like, there's crimes happening all over the right. Over the city. It's like that's well, one yeah, crime. But what, what what kind do you care about, right? Like, or like, what crimes are you really interested in? Like, yeah. there's so many missing factors. And like a team top, like one like random team top doesn't mean much because it could have just been carried by the other two decks. Like, we, oh, it teamed with chaos and some you know fucking like Victor or something, right? And you're like, oh, okay. Do we know? So, do we know what the rest of his teammates were? Uh, I'm sure we do. I, I, I remember. I refuse to give Maxime Solemn uh, clicks, but um, I, I mean, he says as he ends up advertising for him by accident by yeah. mentioning him in the first place. Um, I guess he gets views, but I mean, this is like repeated stupidity. So whatever. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of repeated stupidity, somebody's doing Ultima. Oh yeah, Zero <laughs> Dragon of Zenith Peak Ultima. So. Ultimate Stride, blah blah blah. Counterblast two when it's placed on Vanguard, you can pay cost if you do. Search your deck for four cards, call two, put the other two on top. And until <laughs> end of your turn, choose all of your units for trigger effects. Alright. Hooray. We've gone over this before, so Yeah. But it, it certainly is. exists. It's kinda mediocre. Angel Feather could probably do something cool with it. It loses to control. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it's it's I think on the upper end of the Zerath Dragon spectrum, but but that's only because Zoa and Drachma both suck. Yep. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right. So there's the other Zerath Dragon. It's uh it's completely on the same power level, Kappa. Uh, Zerath Dragon of the End of the World Dust. Blah blah blah. Ultimate Stride. Blah blah blah. Counterblast two and it's placed on Vanguard Circle. Um. Until end of turn, your opponent's vanguards and rearguards lose all abilities, and their grade and power increase or decrease to one. Uh, the number of cards in your opponent's damage zone is four or less. Choose one of your opponent's vanguards and deal one damage. Again, uh, this, card this, is, uh, this guy had his own episode. Go watch it. <laughs> this card's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, granted, we recorded it, and then they changed the ruling, because before... I mean, well, cause, just dealing a damage uh, is insane. Yeah. No, nah, man, you just gotta play around it and keep oh all of your PGs and grid zeros in your hand while also being at four or less damage the whole game. Can we agree that all the people making that argument are like, are, are, 
Like, why why do they even exist? Because um, people like to delude themselves. Granted, the the, the so thing you that play around it, this thing you can't play around. Well, another thing about this is Dark Zone has like all of the clans are pretty varied in how they you know play their games. So this could possibly just come out of nowhere to an extent. Yeah. Like for, like for, with uh, if you're playing against Blue Wave, Magneto like or Aqua Force in general, Magneto is in there. He's gonna come out usually. Versus dust, this could just get dropped. Like someone could just drop the hammer on you, like almost no, no warning. And uh, I no. mean, it's it's it just sucks. Like you know, you could be a, a turn, you know, at four. Like usually people at four, are like they're like, okay, I can take a damage. Like that's like a lot of freedom. Yeah. yeah. Except now you're like, well, no, I can't because I'm gonna already take one. Yeah. Yeah. But before, with the way dust was worded, you couldn't even put yourself at five ever. Yeah. If you are a five, you're betting on that eight. It was like eight percent or something that you would like, check a heal. Not give them two counter blasts, and it's like, well, how do I win now? Yeah, and you know, we'll get to the other darker regular cards later. But at least for darker regulars, which is what was advertised for Dust, like they have other ways of just winning the game if you try to play around Dust. Oh, by the way, if you go back and listen to the Dust episode, it was recorded before they uh, errated it, so it was four or less damage. So just keep that in mind. Before, it could just deal a damage to you straight up, because just being able to counterblast two and have a very high percentage of winning the game is definitely not broken at all. Yep. Well, anyway, so this is all ground we've treaded before, but the set proper is not, so why don't we just do that? Yeah. Alright, so first GR, Immortal Holy Sword Fetus. So it is a stride. And so you stride it, like, blah, blah, blah. And then it has two skills. Act once per turn. Counterblast one. Choose any card from your G-Zone. Turn face up. And it gets continuous. If your opponent only has one Guardian, the attacks of your units with the Brave ability will always hit regardless of power. And then the other skill, Generation Freight 4, Brave. When it attacks, if you have an Alt-Mile Heart, uh, search your deck for three cards, call them to separate rearguard circles, and shuffle your deck. Okay, so just to... To get this out, because I know I've seen so like a lot of people make this mistake. Perfect guards get around the first skill because the effect of cannot be hit happens before the attack hits. Moving yeah, because it says regards it, it it says regardless of power, not regardless of whatever other skills. Yeah, so I think cannot be hit takes precedent. Yeah, mm-hmm. so just keep keep that in mind and don't let the asshole from your locals try and pull that on you because it doesn't work. So what do we think of this? Fine, it's good. She's yeah, it's good. good. Yeah. It's a Brave Lancer dragon combined with, like, Mayhem Tiger, kind of. Pretty much. Like, forces double calls, so it's pretty good when uh, mm-hmm. you have lots of multi-attacks. Yeah, also, like, one-card yeah. one G-guards aren't good in this situation, because you're like, well, shit, I can't do, oh. you know. It forces two cards I haven't minimum. been paying attention. Do, uh, does Brave have a way to cycle Grey Twos yet? Nope. Uh, no, not really. But they have a quicker way to finish, so I guess it's like, I don't know. They have more early game now, so I think the goal is to just rush damage as much as possible and keep using Fetus. So, so they, right. they just leaned into the Brave stuff, which, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll probably get more, like, background on this uh, talking to my friend Jesse, who was in our Royal Paladin plan analysis, because that's, like, all he does, so he's a pretty knowledgeable source. But yeah, All right. good GR. Yeah, so the other GR is also absurd. Oh, here we go. Well, the, it's more absurd. So, Chrono Vezer Heritage. Alright, blah, 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 stride. Whatever. <laughs> Auto. <laughs> okay, wait. Do, other... what? Can, can we just agree that 
any stride we describe from now on has to just be said as blah blah stride. Agreed? <laughs> sure. Cool. Whatever. All right, anyway, moving so on. So it has this auto skill. It says choose four other face up zodiac time beasts from your G zone and turn them face down. When this unit is put into your G zone from Vanguard Circle, you may pay the cost. If you do, you get an additional turn. Skip the ride phase of that turn, and at the beginning of your main phase, stride this card in your Vanguard Circle. Excuse me? Excuse? What? This this is the best... Hey, they finally made Mystery Flare good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the heck? (laughs) Chrono Jet the White was like, God damn, you literally shall not pass. Jesus. Okay, so... I, I hear that with this card, the Zodiac Time Beast G-Zone gets a lot more varied because being able to turn things face down and having a lot of strides that flip anything means that you can basically, like, much like Night Rose, have, like, 80,000 decision trees. Is it just me or is this card just nuts? It is nuts. And it is nuts. It deserves to be a GR. How many copies are people going to run? I mean, you probably only need one because how often are people going to survive two turns in a row? What about three turns in a row? Ooh. I mean, that'd That's be... spicy, right? Yeah, that's spicy. It would also take a lot of luck. I mean, you just have to get eight things face up, MBD, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get the feel. I get the feeling that somebody is gonna try and do that just for the memes. Like, all right, I have to make this a, a double turn. Stiffer. This card is freaking sweet. <laughs> yeah. Definitely deserves also, to be a GR. This is gonna like unlock your field, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna like. This is just so good. Like it does so much right now. Yeah. It also looks pretty cool. It's basically a full board refresh, essentially like plus four because you get an extra draw and then the extra triple drive. I don't have much like, to say other than they think. I think this is the best card in the set. Yeah. You know what? I'll like, this card is just nuts. Yeah, and it also doesn't have the problem where you need, like, four of them, like a lot of modern GRs. Yeah. I know, right? It's not Alexandra's. <laughs> yeah, you, you could probably just get away with one. Like, if they live after that, you deserve to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're going to make a comeback when you have... when your hand will essentially double but, in size after the... Nobody would expect a second heritage, right? Yeah. yeah. And you can flip down the first heritage with the second one. That's true. No, it's true. So I'm guessing this is going to be like like the thing with the the, the great nature guy who had three Zoas in his G zone just for the yes. Yeah. A three Zoas is better just because it's Zoa. It's, you know you can't even stride it twice, even if you could. Like once you stride the first one, the other ones are just gone. Yeah. So it, it's just so funny that you know you would even have multiples of them. <laughs> Yeah, but just god damn this thing. So I'm guessing gears are going to be back on top after this set. Maybe. Great. I uh, haven't actually looked at results of post the, of the set Zodiac, 14 yet. Of naturally the Zodiac Time Beast variety. Yeah. That's the only variety. I mean, at this point, yeah. And they also still have the option of dust if for some reason they don't want to use Heritage or can't. Jesus right? Just fuck. casual. Also, yeah. if you really need it. <laughs> don't yeah, remind like, me. Oh, my first ridiculous win condition isn't available right now. Here's this other also ridiculous win condition that I have. Anyways, going into triple R territory, higher deity knight alt mile. So, has auto once per turn. You can soul blast a card with a brave ability. When it's placed on vanguard or when you stride, you can pay cost. If you do, search for a card with brave that's not itself and call it to rearguard circle. Shuffle your deck. And then, auto vanguard or rearguard GB2 brave. When this unit attacks, if you have a vanguard with brave, it gets power plus 5,000 and critical plus 1 till end of turn. This card is sweet as shit. Yeah, I know. I, I call it HD alt mile. <laughs> the and only thing that's missing from this card is, sick is abs. Uh, it randomly being a grade two sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the, Brave has moved away from 
the great specific stuff to the point where it's just looking for the keyword. So yeah, yeah, like, that's true. I mean, like, it, it, I, I think it's evolved enough to where, like, it having to be a grade 2 isn't really necessary anymore. That being said, I'm so pissed that we finally get a good look at his midriff and his abs aren't as pronounced as I want them to be. Sucks to suck. <laughs> That's the only thing I care about with Alt-Mile. Abs yeah. mile. And Also, they finally made a 5 crit unit that works on rear guard. <laughs> so, so, they, so they did it like they did with Big Belly. Yeah. Simple, elegant, good stuff. I'm, but more abs and less beer gut. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, That's been pretty good. Mo- move, moving on to the dark side, we have uh, Drag Abyss Luard. Luard, I guess, learned how to make himself into even more of a dragon than Drag Strider. He's uh, mm-hmm. blah blah stride. Act once per turn, you soul blast, uh, flip a copy of him, choose one of your rear guards and retire it. Okay, someone someone's either opening a bag of chips or making love to some bubble wrap. <laughs> no, my cat is being annoying. Oh, yeah, I, I, I heard the cat meowing in the background. Search your deck for uh, up to two grade one cards, call them separate rear and shuffle. If you call two units with the ritual ability, choose one of your opponent's rear guards and retire it. And the other skill is GB3 Ritual X, um, meaning that it, it is uh, the X is determined by... The following effect: All of your front row units get plus 10k for every four grade ones in your drop zone. So, uh, apparently, this is their first stride now. Instead of um, Argizer doomed, or is that not the? Is it still the case? I don't know. I haven't really. Talked I have to no idea. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't talked to anyone who plays Shadows, and I haven't looked at any decklists. Yeah, well, it's really hard to see. Like, first of all, what kind of mad way would we play Shadows right now? Oh, because of a uh, what Link Joker and all them? Or like, do you want to play Shadows into Chaos? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I saw a meme where where it's a uh, like a picture from the SpongeBob episode where he's trying to get into that bar, the Salty mm-hmm. Spittoon, and it's like people in line, like you know, Chrono Jet the White and Victor and all the, are are in line to get in, and then you just see Lord getting thrown out of the bar through the ceiling. <laughs> the bar is called the Mad. Right. Parking's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, if it ends up being cheaper than our guys are doomed, seems like a good first stride. Yeah. And the ritual cross ability is good. I'm not sure like how high that's gonna get. Like, I would imagine like 20k is probably like yeah a very optimistic situation. But I think it's average gonna be 10k. Well. If Morfessa is still in the deck, which I don't think she is anymore, like... I heard she is. 20k might... Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, see, the great thing about the set is none of us play, like, half the clans in this. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get a bunch of angry tweets. Morfessa's not in the deck anymore, you clods. And, like... That's fine. But then it's <laughs> even harder to get, like, Ritual 12, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, I think Ritual 8 is, like, optimistic, and, like, Ritual 4 is probably, like, the average. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like it. Which, I mean, 10k to your front row is, like, fine, but, like, also not great. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you can't I don't really know. Set up. You, since it's continuous on Vanguard, you can't really set up, like, calling a grade 1 to front row and then having, like, a 21k owl or something. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, kind of, you know, like, the tech owl. Yeah. It'd be kind of neat if you uh, had... Like, if Morfessa is one of the people in the front row, she'll be at 24 because of her ritual skill. And yeah, but twenty four is like not a number, right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, it's almost a number, and it, it you know if boosted like, it becomes uh, a number. Boosted it mm. becomes a number, and then also if you run um, like Curse Eye Raven, the, it being a stand trigger actually kind of sort of helps you. 
Because you yeah. can stand these, like, big fat cards. And then on top of that, if Morfessa hits, you can get another grade one from the deck, which will also keep the 10k boost, which... It's something, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Pre- pretty solid. I uh, guess the biggest thing about this is that it has the ritual keyword, which is relevant for a card we'll get to later. Uh, I'm guessing that... Oh, never mind. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. You mean right now. Uh, Dragfall Lord. So he's uh, you know grade three eleven k ritual cross much like the uh, dragon abyss you you may pay counterblast four and choose a normal unit from your drop zone and put it on the bottom of your deck. This cost is reduced by counterblast one for each grade one in your drop zone as the cost for stride and ultimate stride. And then why well, have the counterblast four there? I guess so you can't do it on the first stride. Yeah, I guess it's a limitation to try and like balance it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. And then the other still is uh, Counterblast 1 when your G-Unit strides, you may pay the cost. If you do, search your deck for up to one grade 1 or lower card. Call it to rear. If that unit has the Ritual ability, choose one of your opponent's rear guards in the same column as that unit and retire it. Neat. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's less susceptible to control. Um, it, it's more suited toward the late game, which I guess is kind of where Shadows like to hang out anyway. Um Promotes aggression, because if you call shit early and it dies, you help feel ritual across. I don't know. I, I have nothing important to say about this. Yeah. This is just a better version of the other Luard, unless you're playing, like, non-control. Yeah. Do you run both at this point, or do you cut the old Luard for stuff, or...? I'm... Again, I'm not sure. Unsure. I actually have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't would... know if you'd still out... If you still do Belial cycling... In this deck, I assume that you do. So, in that case, the 9k witch is still more utility. But I don't even know how Luard decks look anymore because I haven't actually seen any deck lists for 14. Actually, I actually have no, I have nothing interesting to say about this card because I don't know how it's impacted the Luard deck because I haven't seen any results for Luard. Yeah, is that a point? And uh... same. Like it, it just like, seems like this is gonna be the hypes, one of the hypes clans in the sets, and then just be like not gonna uh, do anything. Well, like, it's so hard to be a hype clan when your bad matchup is just running around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and also, like a lot of the decks that are good right now don't really care about hand size because they can either power through it or have cards that invalidate your hand size. Also true. But yeah, uh, Shadow right. seems like it's just in a really bad place right now, and I haven't really seen anybody talking about it. Granted, I haven't paid attention to this game, but it seems yeah. like it seems like the Luard people who kept their Luard stuff from when like GBT ten are gonna pick up this stuff and then just kind of wait and hope, hope yeah. the conditions improve. What do we improve. say to the people who bought SP SP Morfessas? <laughs> Sucks to suck. Sucks to yeah. suck. I mean, like, Mor- <laughs> oh yeah, Morfessa. Who got reprinted this set? It was. Um, God, where, did, where did it go? It was uh, Knight, of De- Knight of Heavenly Decree Alt Mile, Morfessa, and Super Morricon, who is the uh, the very expensive Nubatama Stride. So, and none of them are being used. Actually, I hear some people use Heavenly Decree as a backup, but just because you need the Brave yeah. keyword. Oh, yeah, that. Like, but yeah, Mor- Morfessa may or may not be there. Alt Mile's there, and Super Morricon, I hear you, is a, is a one of. But, um, one of, but I. Once we get to the new Atama stuff, I don't know why you would bother using it. Yeah. I don't know. It's All right. For now. Let's... 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of same face, wait, we weren't talking about same face, but Tony Taka, uh, once again, putting the only face he can draw on a card. Uh, we have uh, Ultimate Regalia of Almighty Minerva. This is a weird name. But Did right, the owl's yeah. wings get bigger from the old Minerva Bro, to this Minerva? Don't, don't, it's the same owl, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's older now because Minerva is older. See how this makes sense? Okay. All right. So it's a it's a stride, et cetera, et cetera. And then it has this act uh, once per turn on Vanguard Circle, of course. Soul Blast, three cards with Regalia in their name. Choose a face-down card with the same name as this unit and turn it face up. This unit gets power plus 1,000, drive plus 1. Um, so it's a quad drive card on first drive. And then it has, once per turn, GB3, Soul Blast, six cards with Regalia in the name, and choose a card from your hand and discard it. When this unit mate attacks, uh, you may pay that cost. If you do, end of battle, stand all of your units with Regalia in their card names, and this unit gets drive minus 3 until end of turn. Hey, so was... you can Soul Blast 9 for 5 checks. Yeah. What was... Or you can Soul Blast 6 for 3. What was the, um... That Idrisil for Genesis, where you Soul Blast 9 and stand... You draw 2 cards and stand 2 things. So this is basically... Yeah, that was, that just was a... not Idrisil, that was something else. Or not Idrisil, uh... God, what's It was that other Legion that I don't remember. It wasn't even a Legion. Oh, was it not? Uh, I thought it was. I'll look this up while we're figuring this out. But um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't remember the name of all these random, random uh, Genesis units. So, somewhere, my friend Trace is listening to this, going, "It's this, but you idiot!" Like it's a stupid subclan car, uh, stride of Genesis, so I like can't care. Uh, I don't really have a good answer Wait. to that. <laughs> Soul right. Blast Nine for five checks and restanding your whole field seems pretty good, though. Yeah, although it's true. Although it also means that your sand triggers don't matter <laughs> which means dreaming dragon doesn't matter which is like Let's play 12 great guys yeah <laughs> this clan that like always plays like five stands is like play no stands <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this card is uh definitely very odd just because yeah. like yeah it does invalidate stand triggers which genesis is probably one of the most likely clans to play because taro is so good mm-hmm but it also doesn't have Regalia in its name, so you can't even Soul Blast it. It's Soul Blast something else. Yeah. Uh, but you can... So, Dreaming Dragon also doesn't have Regalia, so you can't, like, Soul Blast it. Yeah. So, so once know. again, Regalia becomes more xenophobic. Yeah. yeah, Regalia is so xenophobic, and then you can't even play all the good cards that Genesis has. It's like, alright. Yeah. Shame. I, don't know, I, don't, I just can't care. Like, this card is, like, just seems whatever to me. By the way, the card I was thinking of was Sunlight Goddess Yadagarasu. That was the... Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. It was a limit breaker. Anywho. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. So this card is fine. I just... I haven't seen this deck doing anything. And it will probably continue to not do anything. As long as Chaos is popular. Well, yeah. No, as long as it's subclan support in the clan. Yeah, Chaos <laughs> just seems to invalidate this, and... Yeah, that's about it. I don't know. I feel like the deck around it isn't good enough to sustain the deck that far with how crazy everything else is right now, so... I guess it's just, if you can get to GB3 before your opponent and they're not playing Chaos, you'll probably win, because restanding your whole board is pretty good. Otherwise, you'll probably lose, because I don't know how well the deck can sustain itself. Granted, yeah. the fact that she rest can restand herself means that she is kind of a decent strat against Chaos, because Chaos doesn't like restanders. Yeah. That's something. Um, speaking of things that I don't like, Evil Eye Vidya Emperor Shiranui Rin. Vidya? Vidya games. Anyway, so uh, Blah Blah Stride. 
and he's got a dominate skill. So act once per turn, counter blast, choose a uh, copy of him, turn it face up. Your opponent chooses two of his uh, two cards from his or her hands, calls them to separate rear. They get plus five chaos at the end of turn. You dominate them. They attack your opponent's vanguard one at a time. Your opponent cannot activate the auto abilities of the cards called due to this effect until the end of turn. Also, how G- bad would it be if it didn't have that line? Really fucking bad. Oh, I forgot to mention GB three. All dominated units get plus ten k in a crit. Yeah, this card's yeah. pretty great. So calling somebody- back to that Sukumoyo. Sukumarokan reprint. Why the hell would you ever use that when this is just better in every way, shape, and form? Can somebody say 29k in a crit Morfessa? Oh, yeah. This can. This thing is fantastic. And it actually bridges the gap between old Nubatama and new Nubatama. So, fan- good good for good for Bushiro yeah. on this. Bad hey, for me Dominate is actually good it. now. What? Dominate is actually good now, for real, and Dom- not just overhyped like when it first came out. Yeah, Dominate is good now, good for Bushiroad, good for Dominate, bad for me because I have to play right, against it. So what's great about the new Dominate cards is since they force your opponent to call, you're, 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 it's, like, it's like a vague discard here, right? Because there's the discard of them ha- like calling a unit, which is yeah. already like less guard, and they have to attack themselves with it for like probably 21k at least. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super sweet. So yeah. if you do this first stride and make the like you know the opponent probably to you know do this they're gonna want to call a trigger because being in you know a nine k isn't gonna hit Vanguard. Mm-hmm. So, but by doing that you rip a trigger out of the opponent's hand, which could have been used for some of your bigger attacks. So I think the yeah. only truly good decision for a stride against this is if you have draw triggers in your hand because <laughs> you're like this if is your a, five... a what if your opponent's a grade two or calls a grade two. Then you you could like zonky one thing attack for twenty one and a crit. They call two more. They have to attack for twenty one and a crit. Yeah. At least I'm assuming yeah. that they call at least six k, right? Or else they're calling triggers, and you're like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially since new a lot of the new Batama's rear guards gain a lot of power, you're just getting a bunch of high powered attacks. Oh, uh, Matt mentioned zonky. Uh, we should probably mention what he is. So he's he's the new grade three. Uh, it's uh, Blazing Demonic Stealth Dragon Shiranui Zonki. I do not envy the person who has to write this on a decklist sheet. Um, so, <laughs> that that bad? Not, not Die Earth bad, but it's still pretty bad. Um, <laughs> so he's a grade 3 uh, with Dominate. So during your turn, when this unit is placed on Vanguard or when your G-unit strides, choose up to one of any player's rear guards. It gets plus 2k until end of turn. If that unit is your opponent's rear guard, stand it, dominate it, and attack your opponent's other unit. Uh, and then it says you may use its abilities if you pay the cost. So I like that Bushiroad actually stipulated that instead of people just being really confused and then you have to go look it up in the comprehensive rules. So good for them. Uh, and then also, on Vanguard, you Soul Blast 1. At the beginning of your ride phase, you may pay the cost if you do. Draw a card. All fighters choose a card uh, from their hands. Call them to rear. Your opponent cannot activate the auto effects of the cards called due to this effect until end of turn. Thank God they're putting that stipulation in now. Because it was really annoying, like, with the old uh, Shirinui Oboro, where they're like, alright, your only card is, is, like, Demented Execution or Call It. You're like, alright, cool, check top seven, put something in. Or Charge. It attacks, alright, goes away now. Yeah. So this thing is pretty cool. Uh, the 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 plus two K can bite you in the ass sometimes. It seems like, but yeah, the plus two K is 
a lot worse than the old Shiranui because it means grade ones can't hit anymore, but I think the benefit of being able to, like, draw a card and rip a card out of your opponent's hand is just way better. Yeah. And plus no counterblast costs, so you can save that for your other stuff, which I'm... Yeah, I mean, the old Shiranui didn't have any counterblast costs either. Oh, right. Herpter. But yeah, cheap plus and a minus one for your opponent possibly more if they call something that's worth dominating. Like, this card is really good. But when you stride into the grade 3, or the uh, uh, Rin, or Rinna, uh, they're all worth attacking with, because it'll at least, you know, even if they call a PG, it'll be at least 18. Yeah. With a crit. It's horrifying. Speaking of horrifying... Alright, one who hunts souls, Balam. Blah blah blah, stride. Counterblast 1, Turn up a copy. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards. Retire it. It get, it absorbs that unit's power, and you and you can soul charge two for each card in your G zone, and it gets drive plus one. And then continuous GB three darkness. If your opponent, if the number of cards in your soul is thirteen or more, your opponent cannot call grade one cards from hand to guard circle. I get it because thirteen is bad luck. <laughs> okay. Once again, Darker Regulus finds a way to bother the English major in me. Why do they not make it called Soul Hunter Balam instead of One Who Hunts Souls? Because the one makes it sound more sinister. Yeah. Also, why is Who not capitalized but the rest is? Like, in, in a book title or a, uh, or a newspaper article, you still you capitalize Who. Look, 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 stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? We already know that Bucci just is incompetent, all right? We don't need to, like, nitpick their incompetence. Yes, th- this is liter- that's literally why this podcast exists, is to nitpick, nitpick things. You know what? You're right. <laughs> so he's going to nitpick my nitpicking. Good job. Um, so, this card is really good. And, yeah, does what does this replace? Because it's you a would just ta- You would just take out two of the restanding dude and probably take out, like, old Charhad. I don't know. You can find a way to shove four of this into a G zone. It's like four of him, two of the restander, uh, maybe two gills, and then I think you shove in Sabriz in the GB8 or possibly Sharhad and then five G guards. And, like, dust. And dust. Ugh. God. I. I haven't really heard much about DIs, like, if they've been topping recently, but it seems like this set was very kind to them. Yes, the set was very, very kind to it. So I feel like this side game DI, a bunch of kind of medium cards. Just because, mm-hmm. like, Sharhan has a lot of work to do to catch up to anything. Yeah. And so it's just like, these cards are fine, but well, they, I don't think they really change much. I just think everyone else is, like, running, and Sharhan's kind of, like, jogging. It's, light it's jog. probably going to be, like, a strong Tier 2 deck. I don't know if it's going to be, like, topping left and right. Uh, maybe like two point two one. I mean, all it has to do is top once to be topping left and right, right? Apparently, yeah. 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 Um, also, the mental image of a vampire at like a brisk jog just makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> all right, gotta gotta finish my run before the moon yeah. comes or before the sun comes up. As far as like the actual skill, like the flip skill does basically everything. It gives you an extra drive, you can absorb one of your opponent's rear guards, and you get the soul charge. And the soul charge is optional, so I don't have to deck myself out if I have, like, six things face up. Hooray! Alright. Next is one who proceeds towards Daybreak Sharhat. God. 
I pity anyone who has to write that onto their deck lists. These names are getting longer and longer over time. Yeah. So when your genius tries, you may daybreak proceeder. <laughs> wow, that is that is annoying from the other side. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> So, when you're getting your strides, you can soul charge two. If you do, choose a card with darkness from your soul, put it to your hand, choose up to one card from your hand, put it to soul. So, this is just a straight up plus one. If you don't mind minusing from your soul, you don't actually have to put anything back, which is great. And then, auto darkness on vanguard. Choose one of your grade one or greater rear guards, put it into soul. At the end of the turn, you can pay cost. If you do, your opponent retires one of their rear guards, and if the number of souls is eight or more, countercharge one. Glenn's and Vampire, we hardly knew ye. This is like Lanzen broken up into two different skills. What I don't understand is why did they feel the need to put more countercharging in DI? I don't know. We don't like, have enough, this is clearly. A that already had like zero counterblast problems. In fact, they just had more counterblast than they knew to do with. And they're like, you know what they really need? Some countercharging. <laughs> It's like definitely questionable design. But then to me. how could I get two counter blasts for dust if my opponent is damage denying me? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cat. Yeah. This card is basically Glanzen that can't eat Enigmatic Assassin and with his skills broken up into two separate skills. I'm I'm guessing they did that on purpose, but like... Yeah, obviously, but like but it, does, but it has sharp putting it. it into your uh, putting a rear guard into the soul is kind of mitigated by you being able to pull anything with darkness out of your soul. Like the only thing is the timing of it. Like is at the be- one is at the beginning of your turn, and then you put something back at the end. So if you choose not to refund the soul by putting a card from your hand in, then like you can technically net zero the counter charge retire. Right. Here's my question. Why does Bushiroad make something good and then actively try to move away from it instead of building on it over time? Because they don't mean to make that good. Yeah. So we're correct. Moral, Enigmatic Assassin, the list goes and on. And from what I've seen, like Japanese lists for Sharhat don't actually play Enigmatic. Well, understandably so if you can't put it back in Seoul. So. Yeah. I mean, I'd still run at least a couple. Eh, I don't know. Because it seems All like right. you're trying to do something different here, like more on yeah. volume and stuff like that. Let's anyway. talk about the real triple R of the set. Here we go. Chrono Jet Dragon Z. Chrono, Chrono, Chrono Dragon Z. Okay, I'll stop. Um. So anyway, so it has a... <laughs> you can choose a grade 3 Zodiac Time Beast from your drop zone and bind it face up as the cost for stride. Not ultimate stride, just stride. Uh, and then it has an auto, Soul Blast 1. When your G unit stride, you may pay cost. If you do, choose one of any player's rear guards and put it at the bottom of the deck. If you, put one, if you put one card, search your deck for up to one Zodiac Time Beast with grade plus one the card put to do to this effect. Call it to rear guard circle and shuffle your deck. Hang on. This used to say if you put one of your cards back, you get the grade plus one. It works either side. Okay. Yes, you can time leap your opponent's cards. Jesus yep. fuck, that's amazing. That just got better. I mean, it's funny because Dragfall is very similar, but people freaked out way more for Drono Jet Z. Well, it also matters that yeah. uh, Gear Chronicle rearguards are much more relevant <laughs> yeah, than that's true. Shadow Paladin rearguards. <laughs> Sh- Shadow Paladin rearguards are a means to an end. The, the yeah. Gear Chronicle rearguards do stuff, usually. 
Yeah. And also, Gear Chronicle is a better deck at this time. Yeah. This card seems really good. It's kind of yeah. like just the old Chrono Jets kind of rolled into a new one. Yeah, pretty and much. Just remove the, like, the word timely from it and then say, oh, see, it's not timely. <laughs> but you can time leap anyways and time leap your opponent's cards too. Yep, because why not, right? This card seems good. Also, yeah. anybody check the price of Arca recently? No, how much is it? Uh, like $35. Jesus Christ. Sounds about right. No wonder they have to keep reprinting it. Are, are they, uh, reprinting they just it? reprinted it too. They just did. For what? It's all fucking this set right oh they put it in this set uh, oh, yeah the last set yeah uh yeah they put it they... in one of the sets recently and then they're also making a promo oh, yeah. oh. At, at least they're, at least they're on the ball with it we can't do matter at them for that yeah we can what for reprinting things constantly? no for dropping the ball oh yeah we can always get mad mm-hmm. i don't remember which set it was but it was some set that there's like some yeah. reprint arca. they've reprinted arca yeah but right. the point is, is that it's like thirty five dollars. And 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 now on to our double R's: Peerless Knight, Levero. So continuous. If you do not have a Vanguard with the Brave ability, it can't attack. And then uh, Rearguard Brave, Counterblast one. If you when it attacks, if you have Vanguard with Alt Mile, you can search your deck for a Grade Two with Brave, not himself, and call it to rear. Uh, please note that this is a ten K, so that's why it's got the like can't Grade attack thing. Two. So glad Brave was moving away from the grade two. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not Brave, but <laughs> oh no, I'm just getting hundred Ks about it needing specifically a grade two with the Brave ability. Yeah, oh. they also, basically don't want this to call the funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like also a funny thing. This counters Rene. What? Because this counters the sheer noise stride. Because they don't have a unit you know, with a uh, brave ability. Or they don't have yes. a Vanguard with the brave ability. So and it can't the grade attack. one that gives it name, clan, and all that stuff does not confer the keyword onto Shiranui, so he will never get the brave ability. So as long as you can keep this in your hand, it counters the Shiranui stride. Oh, yep. that is, that is, a, that is a, uh, something that I didn't really think about. Awesome. So just to double check, if Shiranui dominates something with the Lord ability, he also can't attack? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless he has the grade one, of course. But nobody, nobody's going to play that card. Yeah, I don't think anybody actually plays that card, even though there's a meme that he can use all ZRs because of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds legit. All right. And then we have the great, uh, the double R heal that's buying two copies. Countercharge, Soul Charge, and every clan has it, so we're not talking about those. Yeah, well, Moving least, on to Shadow Path. At, at least with the name. Rem, it's Remedy Angel for Royals, Emancipating Revenger, Alil for Shadows, uh, Regalia... I'm not going to say the full names. It's a Regalia for Genesis. It's a... whatever. No archetype. Amon, Amon it's an for... Amon for Dark Regulars, mm-hmm. and another ZTB for Gears. And it's still the hamster, because of course it is. Um... Alright, so, for Shadow Paladin, Slaptail Dragon. Um, so he's grade 2, Ritual 3. Uh, when your other grade 1 unit is placed on rear, if you have a Vandar with the Ritual ability, that placed unit and him get plus 3k until end of turn. Also in deck or drop zone, if you have a grade 4 Vandar with Luard, you always will, and it's card name, this card gets grade minus 1. So, awesome. Good stuff. Grozny got power creep. It's gro- Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a searchable Grozny, and this card was why I was saying that maybe you use uh, the Blue Arch Stride because you need something with the Ritual ability. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Um, I, it, what do you do now? This, Morfessa, and something else? or I guess so. Yeah. Again, we don't know shit about uh, Shadow Paladin. I mean... I feel like we would be better research, but we never yeah. are. So. Well, I mean, it's not our fault. There's just nobody playing Shadow Paladin, so. Yeah. And we all live in different parts of the country, so we don't get to play each other. Like, Sorry, friends. I'm, like, I have two yeah, like, I'm sure this card is very good for I, what it does. I have two I mean, jobs I Shadow also. Paladin anyway. Yeah, this card, the card seems fine. Also, Shadow mm-hmm. Paladin has one of those heal triggers that we were talking about. But we don't care. Yep. All right. What are you talking about? Oh, Goddess of Mercy Inanna. Um, it's a stride and stuff. Has Revelation on Vanguard Circle, of course. And it has an act. Uh, once per turn, kind of boss one. Persona flip. Uh, you soul charge three. Your opponent chooses one of his or her rear guards. With, for each card with the Revelation ability, you soul charge and retires them. Okay. And then GB3, all your rear guards get power plus 2,000 for each card in your soul with the Revelation ability. Like, yeah, that's okay. something. I mean, something. Whatever. It's like I don't know. it's a double R stride. I'm not really sure what we were expecting. It's not, it's not Ishtar level good for Revelation, but it gives him retire. That's helpful, I guess. But I, I guess it makes your field really big if you want to spam Taro. But spamming Taro also makes your her uh, units smaller. Uh-huh. I don't know. This card just exists. It's unremarkable. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like Genesis just already has all this stuff. Yeah, and it's just this is just another one. This is just all of those things in one card, but yeah, that just makes it really awkward. <laughs> oh my god, please! It's still your turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just I'm I'm looking something up, but it's taking forever. <laughs> I I need to. Uh... Okay, cool. Alright, so the next card is Regalia of Wisdom Angelica. This is the same name as the Break Ride uh, from years past. Mm-hmm. The, but this is the Stride version, so if you ride the old Minerva on top of it, you'll be cross-ridden. I just want that to be clear. Cool. Alright, so it says, when this unit is placed on Vanguard Circle, choose a normal unit with Regalia that's named from your drop zone and put it into your soul. If you do, draw a card. And then it has an auto Vanguard... Uh, Counterblast 1 when your G-Unit with Regalia and its original card name Stride. You may pay cost. If you do, look at four cards from the top of your deck. Put one of them into your hand, one of them into your soul, and put the rest in your drop zone. Why does Regalia do that? Why do they constantly, like, all right, we're going to put this in drop zone? Because Legion, I guess. Le- but... Leftovers from Legion, even though you don't actually Legion with this deck anymore. Exactly. At least I don't think you do. Well, no, uh, there's um, a lot of Regalia cards that are, like, on place. Choose three Regalias from your drop zone. Oh, yeah, that's right. So just shoving shoving Regalia units into your soul. Uh, Cool, I guess, but... Yeah, but, I mean, I think the real point is that they still want you to ride Minerva and do Minerva things, but, you know, whatever. (sighs) Or at least ride Angelica and stride Minerva to do Minerva things. But I just don't really know why we care. I, I feel like they would have put more of a bonus on Minerva than Minerva Stride if it, like... They should have leaned into it more. Like, if you stride this on top of 
Regardless of wisdom and blah 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 blah. Like I think this card kind of sucks. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like the count. That's a really not a great effect for counter bust one. Like you're getting you get to like search top four every turn, right? But like, like if you look at the what other clans are getting for their stride skill, this is just like not even worth. Well, especially because a lot have, of a lot of stride bonuses now are just straight up free for the plus, and this yeah. you still have to count. Like this is like too little, too late. Yeah, and it's like, and you have the restrict, and you have the deck building restriction of basically needing every card to be a regalia. Mm-hmm. Shame. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty shitty, but whatever. So there's also a regalia sentinel. Uh, again, uh, it it's a PG for regalias. Uh, you can discard anything though. Uh, and then it has a GB one skill. You can uh, an auto. Uh, when it's put into your drop zone from your soul during your turn, you can bind it face up. Uh, if you do, you choose another one of itself from your drop zone and return it to hand. Not so bad. So basically, if you full blast it, you have two in your drop zone, you can bind one to return the other. Which is fine, but you have to be playing Regalia. Yeah. Like we said, it's very xenophobic. Also, it really bothers me, because in Norse mythology, jo- uh, the Jotun were like frost giants, and this is not a giant. She just looks like a person. Or are we sure it's not a giant? I don't know. Like, rel- like, we don't know how big it is, right? Relative to everything else in the room, it looks like fairly What if sized. it's just a really big room? Or you mean a really small room? Yeah, that, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It could still be a giant. I don't know. It's just the, the dork in me. Um... Okay. Also, there's a Genesis heal, but nobody cares. And there's a yeah. Nubatama heal, but nobody cares. All right, this All right. Th- this took forever to reveal, and everyone was like, God damn it, what's the effect? So without and further then, stalling for time. Double R. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Evil God Bishop Castile. There we so, go. So at the beginning of your ride phase, with the number of cards in your soul is eight or more, choose one of your grade three rear guards with darkness ability, and you can return it to hand. And it works on Vanguard or rear guard. And then GB2 Darkness, when this card is placed, would be placed on rearguard circles, you can drop two car- grade 2 cards from your soul, and it gains their abilities until end of turn, and on-play skills will activate. So, all right. this is very thoroughly underwhelming for how long we had to wait for it. And also, this was a character in the anime and was built up to be, like, the big bad for most of the season, and then he just gets killed. Like, and yeah. then there's a double R. Yeah, and and a double R that sucks, especially in this meta. Yeah, the the worst part is a couple of fr- like this one friend of mine who's he, he runs the eyes. He's like, I'm gonna use this instead of the new sure hut. I'm like, this that's dumb. That's very no, dumb. No, just what I do it do what I do nowadays. Just say go ahead. Yeah. Nah. Well, like, there there is only one thing that I can think of that makes this better than you know uh, steeped in sin sure hut and the new sure hut is that so. If you run Poker and you Soul Charge it, then you can just call this and then you get to unlock something. That's all I can think of That's like that makes it worth it. Yeah, but then you'd have to run Poker. You have to Soul Charge your Poker. I mean, that's not hard hard to do. Yeah. But, um... Also, I guess... Yeah, you, but also, that's still, like, way too much variance, though. Yeah. Like, if it goes into damage, or you draw it, or whatever happens. I mean, if you draw it, you just have to her, which is half the yeah. work to begin with, and, so... like, God help you if you ride this card, because this card is just absolutely awful on Vanguard Circle. May God have mercy on your soul. At least if you ride Steeped in Sin, he's got a stride skill, so... Yeah, a stride skill that's, like, passable. Yeah. 
Like, and it's still a Silent Tom on rear guard, which this card can do, but again, not consistently. I feel like this card would be better if Darker Regular's rear guards were anything more than Soul Charge a bunch on red. Yeah, like, Soul Charge a bunch, we have a Silent Tom that's worth using now, that's about it. But then, like, it's an absolutely awful ride. The skill only works for one turn, and in the control meta, we probably won't be able to use its skill to recycle itself. Yeah. Like, this card just seems absolutely not worth it. Why did they not have it be at the beginning of your end phase? There was no reason not to do that. It seems like they just did it just to, like... So it can die. So you can interact with it. Kill it out of the gate. The, Except uh, that a grade three in hand is like not worth that much, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, this card sucks. Just run both Sharhots. Yeah, and then the I I, I guess if it, like you if you have not a lot of money, then fine, fine. We're not gonna if you don't have the money for uh, Stevenson, we're not gonna stop you. But don't pretend that this is better because it's not. Yeah. Um, this card is Stephen just Sims too was, inconsistent for how little right? it offers. What? Steepton is a stride, right? Uh, Steepton Sin is the grade three that's no, no, second grade three. Sin. Oh, Steepton Sin is the stride. Look. Oh, sorry, no, uh, Statterson. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. Oh, yeah, okay. We also have a DIPG, which is Fallen Angel of Disconnection, Arcresiel. That's a sweet name. Yeah, so it is a PG, and it can guard anything with darkness, and GB2 darkness. You can counterblast one and choose another copy from drop zone or bind to return it to your hand from drop zone. You mean drop zone or soul and bind it? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. bind I'm it sorry. from drop zone or soul. I'm sorry, wait a second. Why would you play this? Succubus of Avarice was too expensive? I mean, okay. I mean, now that uh, <laughs> Sharhot can actually like swap out a PG, Succubus of Avarice is like less worthwhile. I guess so. I mean, you still have a, what's his name, Closet Balloon. Yeah, which at least Closet is Balloon free. seems more worthwhile now that you can just take him out of your soul at will. Also, uh, Succubus of Avarice at the time of recording this episode is four dollars and eighty-five cents, so my argument yeah. isn't valid. Depeche Mode yeah. Groupie is even less at a dollar fifty. So, uh, like the only thing is that you can return it to your hand, but that requires you to drop another copy either in the drop zone or from your soul. At, yeah, I mean, at, it doesn't really matter, but this also requires a counterblast the other two dealt, right? I yeah. mean, granted, well, like, we were just think, talking about how DIs have too many counterblasts open. Well, I'm just saying, like, that doesn't mean you want to waste it on basically nothing. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Like, yes, you have excess counterblasts. No, you shouldn't spend it just for no reason. Yeah, that, that I don't know. I think Closet Balloon may be more worthwhile now with Charhot. I agree. That's quite true. I mean, Closet Balloon was already, like, close. It was just no. a bit worse. Uh, so that's the end of the, the double R's, which means it's time for the part where we go through and pick out rares and commons that interest us. Whoa, to... calm down. What? There's both a Gear Chronicle and a Dark Regular heal. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to see. Okay, the Amon's Follower one does look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in, in its defense. It also has Amon in the name. Yeah, which means yeah. you can do Amon things with it, even though Amon doesn't really do Amon so. actually does care about Counterblast, by the way, so... Yeah, it does. I mean, for whatever worth that deck is not, so, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, so... Like, you're not gonna play that deck anyway. Um, alright, so I, I guess I'll go first. Um, the, the first card that uh, I found interesting was Stealth Road of, Road of Liquidation 
Sadatsugu, and she's great too. Um, 9k. When she attacks Vanguard, if you have a Vanguard with Shiranui, uh, she gets plus 2k, so that's any time. And then also... Ooh. And then also, uh, GB1, you counter last one at the end of the battle that your other rearguard attacked the Vanguard. You may pay the cost if you do. Retire the unit that attacked, draw a card, and this unit loses this ability till end of turn. So, important to note that it's worded like that, so it gets around the whole one, the once-per-turn restriction. So... You know, if you attack first and then, like, one of your dominated units attacks after, you don't have to waste it on one of your units. So, pretty cool mm-hmm. rare. Um, plus, it, it also helps get rid of dominated units. Yeah. Especially, like, if, if you rip them out of your opponent's hand, because then you mm-hmm. get... All right, cool. Not only did I rip a card out of your hand, I get a new one into mine. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um... Rupert, why don't you go next? Uh, Alright, so mine is Septgull, so it is a grade 2 rare for Royal Paladin. Seven dog. <laughs> yeah. So, auto soul blast 1 and reveal an alt mile. When this card is placed on Vanguard or Rearguard Circle from your hand, you can pay cost. If you do, search for up to one power 7,000 card with the Brave ability, call it to Rearguard Circle, and shuffle your deck. And then, GB1 Brave gets power plus 2k. Neat. Early game. What's this supposed to be used with again? You you either just find the grade one or there is a grade two seven K, which is it's a brave card where it gains like power plus five K for every card difference between your hands. Hmm. Uh let me find it really quickly. Might as well just go over it. Yeah. Big Sword Angel. I don't think this card is very good for the record, but it certainly exists. I love the name Big Sword so, yeah. Angel. What what are we gonna call it? Yeah. It's got a big sword and it's an angel. Are we done? Yeah. Cool, let's go to go to Applebee's <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so when it attacks, if the number of cards in your hand is less than an opponent, it gains five thousand for each card difference. Yeah. And it's G V one brave. Yeah. And it's a seven K. Kinda shit. Yeah. Um Matt, what do you got? Uh they reprinted that stupid sheep for ZTB. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I mean, there's some, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really... I mean, I, I, it's good I, they did that. But Yeah, I just don't have like a lot of other, like... No. I think, like, the big meat of this set is definitely going to be in your double R's and triple R's. So I didn't see any, like, you know, commons that are, like, going to be... Or I think are going to be really busted. I could be wrong, but... Yeah. Well, I, I think a lot of it, there's, like, commons and rares that are solid, but it doesn't, there's no broken common club contenders yeah. in this set. Um, so the next one I have is Holy Dragon Defend Hold Dragon, who's a G-Guard. And if it's brave, uh, you choose, or, you know, during the battle that your opponent's Vanguard attack, choose one of your units with the brave ability and it can't be hit. So it's a PG in a, in a G-Guard, which, considering that brave has trouble not dying, this helps them not die. Mm-hmm. So hooray, good G guard. Yeah, good one of. So, another rare I had was Succubus of Jealousy. So, it's a grade two rare when it's placed on rear. If you have a Vanguard with Darkness, you can look at five cards from the top of your deck, choose two grade one or greater cards with Darkness, and put them in your soul. And then, Darkness it gets power plus two K. Not bad. And GB one. It's basically just a replacement for Demonted Executioner. Yeah, plus you don't have to counterblast for it, even though. Demonted, you had, like like we said, too many counter blasts open. Mm-hmm. We're gonna spend all the budget before the fiscal year ends. Um, 
All right, Lunar Knight Felix. So if you have a Vanguard with the Brave ability, he gets plus 1k and resist. And then also GB2 Brave during your turn. If you have a Vanguard with Altmile in his card name, all of your front row units get plus 2k and resist. Hooray! Denial Griffin can suck a fat one. Um, this is pretty... Why did they give it just 1k, though? So it becomes an 8k. Yeah, I get that part, but it seems like almost a weird number. Like, is there anything... They've been doing that for all 8k retrains. Strange. Wait, was the original 8k Felix, or...? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yes, it was originally an 8k, so they made it and gave it resist. Gotcha. It's a good card, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other one I had for DI was Baleful Repressor, so... When it attacks, if you have 8 or more... Darkness, GB2. If you have 8 or more cards in soul, it gets power plus 10k, and your opponent can't call grade 0 cards from hand to, rear, to guard circle. So, basically, the, the the vampire with the glass of wine is just invalidated now. Yes. There's also a grade 1 version of Septgall for uh, Royal Paladins, except it costs a counter blast instead of a soul blast. Knight of Favorable Odds, if I'm not yes. mistaken? Yeah. Yes. Um, that exists. More early game. That's nice. Yeah. Plus it looks neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also, we forgot to mention that uh, along with Gies, they reprinted all of the Xerath Dragons as Triplers, which, when you pull Gies, you pull the rest of the Xerath Dragons. As secret rares. Yes. And? I'm just saying. Okay, wait. Were, weren't they originally thought to be Triplers and then we were making jokes about it or something? Um, right? Where, I, I don't remember. Where, where it was, if you, if, you don't, if you don't play the Secret Rare version of whatever Xerath Dragon you're playing, you're oh, not you a man. Oh, you need to play the ZR version. Right, right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, you still need to play the ZR version. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I still so, need to see what that uh, reprint Megido art is for the Bermuda set. We'll Secret find Rares out. are for chumps. Do you think that um, the that like this D's pack is going to make ZRs in general cheaper? Or is it just not going to matter because the D's pack is hard to it's pull in? It's going to make the Secret Rares cheaper. Yeah. Yes. That's probably how I'm going to get them. Of the good, of the good uh, Xeroth Dragons, the Secret Rares are like selling out anyway, so I imagine they'll still be really close. Yeah. And by good, I mean like Stark Dust. <laughs> yeah, makes, makes sense. Um, Alright, so it, you, usually it's pretty cut and dry, but honestly, I don't know who wins this set. Like, yes, Gears has, uh, what's his... I'm uh, gonna say Gears. Yeah, I'm gonna say Gears. They have two ridiculous wind All conditions. Alright, have you read Chronovisor Heritage? I believe someone read it to me over Skype, but I can't remember. <laughs> um, and yeah, they also have, have access have, to Dust. Have you read it? <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna go with Nubatama, because this shit, it, it looks pretty damn ridiculous. Yes, there's right, Chronovisor so Heritage... Has... But I, the, I don't think you really understand what an extra turn means. Yes, I do understand what an extra turn means. Uh, Rene is, like, pretty good. I don't know if it still helps it against Chaos is the thing, because the deck has a harder time plussing without its rear guards. It's six drive checks. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> six drive checks, two, drive, two draw phases. Like, I'd probably give it to Gears. They just got a lot of very solid cards and dust. Nine drive checks. Make it happen, somebody. It could be nine, yeah. It could be nine yeah. and three draws. Also, something we should mention is that they do have a ZTB G guard in this set, so you can actually oh, yeah. accelerate Heritage to second stride before we always thought it would be locked to third stride. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. So, they for those of you counting, 
Messiahs have zero Messiah G guards, but we do have a ZTB G guard. Yep. I mean, I'm okay with that, just saying. The ZTB G guard is, <coughs> like, it gets 5k if you have anything in bind zone. And, and then, then if you have uh, 5 or more, it gets 15. For 20 uh, which, total. Yeah, it's for 20 yeah. more total, so it could be a 35k G guard by itself, which is decent. It's like, yeah. it's just, it's I fine. think you would run it because it says ZTB on it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It says Zodiac Time Beast. And yet, and yet Murakumo's G-Guards are absolute ass compared to that. Can we not talk about Murakumo's <laughs> G-Guards? Their best G-Guard, you have to counterblast one for 10k. <laughs> um, I don't I, I still kind of hold firm on it just because it like it seems like Gears, the, the only thing that really like sets sets it apart from everything else is Heritage, whereas Nubatama got a number of... I mean, it's it's fine, cards. you could be wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying that Nubatom is better than Gears <laughs> at all. No, just no, I'm that, just saying, like, even then you're still wrong. Like, Go just on. within the context of the set. Like, I, I don't think one card will make it. I can tell you who didn't win this set. Genesis? Genesis. Holy shit, rip the, Genesis. Yeah, Phil Collins oh. is crying in a corner somewhere, just... I mean, I'd say that for Shadows, too. They've got... Shadows didn't really get anything to advance their win condition. I think the stuff they got, this set is better than the stuff Genesis got by a fair margin. It just doesn't add up. And just see, it's not that Shadow Paladin got bad stuff, it was just wrong place, wrong time. Genesis actually got bad stuff, mostly because all of it says Regalia on it. That's true. Yeah. Amaruna got pretty much zero support except for that double R revelation stride, and even then, that's not direct support. That's just. And the stride sucks. R, yeah, and the stride is just like every other stride fucking Genesis has. Yeah. And no, no, like, nobody. Uninspired. They didn't even give Amaruna, like, an Abyssal Owl. Nope. Yeah. Like, not even that. It's ridiculous. And then. DI and uh, Royal Paladins are just somewhere in the middle of. I guess this is a playable deck now. They got some good shit. It's yeah, pretty solid. In a in a lesser set, it, they they could have been contenders for the winner, but uh, fucking Heritage yeah. and Nuvatama got some good stuff. So, um, God, Heritage. Heritage alone makes people should make people want to play Gears. Like that card is just that good. Can't say I blame you. Um, yeah, so I would I, I'm I would normally at this point. Go into the uh, the. I can't believe you said that, but I figured Hold on. the episode is so. Do you have one? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Matt's got his own. Yeah, all right. Wait, you're kidding, right? Oh, all right, all right. No. Wait, hang on. So, so I, I I stopped the recording so I could put the musical sting in between the two things. So yeah, now now Matt's got his own. I can't believe you said that. Lay it on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is from the subreddit, and it uh the so the 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 Vanguard subreddit exists. So I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, hold on, the comment is below threshold. Reddit. So, what you call quote bad deck end quote or quote crap deck end quote to me is more quote bad players end quote. No, I like to challenge myself with this kind of decks instead of playing the same copy-pasted Overlord or CBD or ZTB deck. I'm trying to find this post. How long ago was it? Well, it's the post about the Night Rose Turbo Hollow. Ah, rate fix. There we go. Now, it's... 
like okay we've I've, I've i've talked about these kinds of people before right where the like bad deck or crap deck like being bad is not a play style first of all secondly <laughs> secondly play style should adapt to the deck and not tell you how to play a deck like the play styles of the deck not of the player yeah and like you should adapt so that it matches whatever deck you're playing or play a different deck right but like having just this an actively terrible list and like parading it around as a good deck or a quote challenging deck is absurd it's only challenging cuz it sucks it's not challenging because it's actually like it's like hard decisions <laughs> Oh man, this, this this is like the best godsend I could have gotten all week. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. So, what was the username on that? What? What? That that's rude, Atlas. To just out people. Uh, I wanted to take a screenshot for myself. Yeah, like, um, I don't want to out them on the podcast. I already told him a post. This already tells this, this already tells everybody who it is. So. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna at least make them do that work. So it's fine. Vanguard players don't know how to use Google, so they'll never know. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> then, I, 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 if he said, if Matt said he See, responded like, to Alice it, I have. It. Alice can't find it, so that, uh, so oh. that means like it's because Vanguard players are not able to use Google. Well, I'm I'm in the post. It's just the I'm trying to find your response. Oh, it's below comment. Threshold. Oh, there it is. All right, so <laughs> uh, let's see what you call a bad deck or crap. Okay, so um, the, the response is. Um, oh, I just responded. Lol. Oh, <laughs> my response is not interesting. I just didn't care. I just didn't even treat it as a real opinion. Oh, here's the best part: the response to your lol. This guy going to be on your next. Can't believe you just said that segment. Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> yes. <he is. laughs> All right, Ozzy Mendias, there you go. Uh, good lord, this is. I I keep thinking I'm never. We're never gonna like. It's gonna get stale quick. It's it hasn't gotten stale yet. It's great. Well, there's infinite material. Yeah. It's literally infinite material. <laughs> as long as you will find Vanguard something card, stupid to say every week. Oh man, I it's, mean, it's like Vanguard man, community. It, it, next, this is basically our version of the Darwin Awards. Like, <laughs> there will ne- there will never be an end. Until we... I mean, I, I I do think there is uh, negative value in just outing this person. Like, yeah, that's like, true. But... Right, so like, we should not do that. But fair, I guess. Just <clears throat> someone's probably going to get cyberbullied at some point, and then we'll have to stop. But until right, until then, we do not condone. We do not condone harassing people over the internet for stupid shit like card games. Thank you. We condone making fun of them, just not harassing them directly. There's a difference. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that was, uh, can't believe you just said that, and that was Divine Dragon Apocrypha. Um, the 14th set in the 14th book. And, yeah. and the last, uh, the last, uh, G-era set, aside from the Bermuda one. But nobody cares, because Bermuda Triangle sucks. Factual. Yeah, that's a shame. You know what I realized? The last time Bermuda's got support, we actually didn't cover it on this podcast, because I literally forgot it existed. It's okay, it wasn't relevant. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I unless remember... something broken comes out in the set to somehow make BT relevant, which is not happening, like, I don't think we have to cover it. And I say this as a Bermuda player. Oh, the best part was I, I realized it when I was hanging out with my friends and my friend brings out the Chocho stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, they got stuff. This... Oh, fuck, we forgot to cover it. God damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, that's fun. Um... Well, uh, it, it, that that's pretty much it. If you want to find us on uh, on Twitter, you can tweet us at Nexus at Night or me at Atlas Novak. Um, I'm at Wiggins Two Gs Two Zs at Plasma Eclipse, and I started putting my drawings on my blog, which is lightningfish.blogspot.com. Don't expect any Vanguard content. I don't care enough. Yep, <laughs> I, I mean it's something people people can find you. Um, so yeah, uh, happy weekend. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everyone. Mm-hmm.